Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi. So I've been thinking about talking about dating and dating apps, uh, of course, being single. I've been thinking about this, um, but I've thought about this in the past. I think it's a very interesting space. The dating app space is fascinating. I had a friend, who was it, two, three, over three years ago that is in her 40s, and she asked me if I had ever been on a dating app. And I said, no, not like judging, but maybe a little judging and just thought I would never do that. That's just not me. And not even really totally as a public person, as a person from a different generation and just, I don't know, it just did not feel like it applied to me. It's like, I don't eat fish. I'm allergic to fish. So I just never even look at it on the menu. So I just thought, no. And she said, well, I'm on this app. And she showed me pictures of the guys and they look like real, like they were walking upright. They had all their teeth, like they were cute. I just like, wow. And they had jobs. I was just like, wow, they're real human beings, online dating. And so she said, yeah, but you have to make time for it. It becomes sort of like a job. You can't just be in a time when you, you don't have any time to do anything, which is a lot of my life. By the same token, if you don't have any time to do anything, and I'm very antisocial. I'm very much a homebody. I'm very surprisingly insular. And so 
online dating is great because I think that nobody on there knows who I am just because I'll put like just B as my name and there's never anything. There's just like three pictures and no profile. The only thing I ever would say was I only sweat the small stuff. But now I've taken it down to the sticks where if I was online dating, it says nothing. And so you think like then no one's ever going to like you because like other people are like, have kids, don't want more, smoke, don't smoke, Jewish. If you like Trump, swipe to the left. If you, you know, fucking 5'11", you know, I'm in a wine, like long walks to the bar, short strolls on the beach. I mean, people get really fucking into it. And I don't read any of that, by the way. I really don't. I just look to see where someone lives, try to get a sense of their job and, you know, maybe look at a watch, like look at, you know, to see if they're like, some of them wear those like sort of glasses that look very like, that just says I just drink beer with a cozy on the back of a boat. And I'm just like, that person's not for me. Or just like, you know, they're in a fleece. They're in just like a fleece and a college sweatshirt. And they're like 52. I'm like, that's not for me. You know, just you try to get a sense. And then, you know, you could take it to the next level where I'm thinking, oh, okay, there's no way this person's gonna be able to handle my whole program. So you start thinking all these things and then you're just like, fuck, why would I even do this? And then you'll realize that someone knows who you are. And then they, a lot of people think I'm punking them. Is this really Bethany Frankel? And I mean, I know a couple of really famous people that do apps. Some do like the mass apps like I'm talking about. And then there are so many, like there are ones that are like hinge. And I don't know what that means, hinge. I think it means like, you know, somebody that they know somebody and okay, Cupid. I remember I know somebody who met somebody and it was like shocking to me that he was going to marry her. And those seem like more granular and you got to be some sort of an expert. Like I think of it as, so there's Raya you've probably heard about, which is um, like quote unquote for famous people. And um, a lot, yeah, a lot of green juice, a lot of yoga poses, a lot of, you know, meditating on there. One person said to me, two people, two people on Raya said, you're the best dressed person on Raya. I said, that's because the other women aren't dressed. They're not wearing clothing. So I was like, not that big of a, I mean, they're wearing fucking bikinis. So thank you. And there are a lot of skull caps in August, people on motorcycles, a lot of tattoos, silver jewelry, a lot of those sort of tribal tattoos, a lot of people surfing. So for me, the Raya is like, the ashtray department of Barney's or their home department used to have like $400 candles and like shark skin backgammon sets. And like, you might be able to find something in there, but you really have to search through and things are from Sweden and Europe. Oh, by the way, there's a whole fucking international section. So you're like scrolling in Raya. And then all of a sudden, just like for for days, everybody's from Stockholm and Germany and Australia. Like, uh, sorry, I, I had a fucking problem with Boston. I don't need to be dating someone from Stockholm. I'm not even good at geography, nor am I aware of where that is. But at Sweden, but like, is that what, nine hours on a plane? I've been to Australia. It's fucking far, okay? You can plan that once every fucking millennium, okay? So there's a whole multiple day fucking, you know, it's a small world after all, Epcot adventure that happens on Raya that's really fucking frustrating. Figure out your fucking geography, but also you run through the Raya, and so fast, like you're just out, your, your fucking supermarket cart is empty real fast. So then you're like, all right. So famous people have a very small selection, like that section of Barney's. Then if you're on Bumble, that's like Macy's. There could be, you know, there could be some gems in there, you know, but there's also some crap in there too. Like you got to weed through a lot of shit you know, to get to something good. And you got to go through a lot of these like Oakley glasses, you know, drinking beer out of cozies, fucking fishing boat types, 
you know, that are like broing out with me and my buddies, like that type. And that's like not for me. But then you'll have like there's like a dangling, shiny. I, I mean, I don't know if they're like billionaires there, but there's like a dangling, shiny successful banker in there, but you got to fucking wade your way through. Like you're that guy on the ocean spray cranberry commercial on those fucking galoshes. So that's a challenging thing. And then there's another one that's league, which is like, I guess the concept is supposed to be that everybody's educated. I would say Ivy league educated. I guess that's their goal, but then they probably had to bring in some riff because you can't, it's not, there's not enough. So the league is like, I don't know, like Brooks brothers, you know, like a little dorky and stodgy, but you could find something in there that's that's like nice that you would wear. But mo- you're going through a lot of Oxford button-down collar, you know, stodgy kind of shit in there. So that's what online dating is like. And there's a world of matchmakers and there's a world of matchmakers for richer people. And then there are like also like, I don't want to say blue-collar people, but like a more affordable matchmakers I've heard of. But some of them... Some of them, like, they're basically hooker wranglers. Like, they've got a bunch of billionaires, but they don't mind, you know, throwing them some bimbos to, to, to make the time go by in between finding them a wife and then other ones who can't be in their own relationship and they have, like, sort of some, like, schlocky version. They're just, like, sort of narrowing down what's on these apps I've just described to you. Or, yeah, it's, like, a lot of... Then there's, like, the San Tropez hooker set where it's, like, these billionaire guys who say they want a wife, but they really want to get the bang down from some... But the Instagram models that are over on Raya, so they should sort of cross-promote. So dating's just a fucking dream. Let's just put it that way. I'm excited to do it. Sounds delightful. All right, so what do you think about online dating? Have you done it? Do you have experience? Are you scared? Is it intimidating? Does it seem counterintuitive? I was a dinosaur and didn't realize how prevalent it is and how it's really the way of the world. Do you think there's a stigma on it, or do you see it as something that is just current and a sign of the times. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that could last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. I'm excited for Chelsea Handler. She is a comedian, a writer, a TV host, a producer, politically active. She is crazy. She likes to cook crazy foods. She is just wild and unique and has built her own brand of brand. So Chelsea has a new special on HBO Max, Chelsea Handler Evolution. She is the author of several books, including her latest New York Times bestseller, Life Will Be the Death of Me. So Chelsea and I discuss online dating, politics, cannabis, and her success in the industry. Hi, Bethany. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I mean, ready to kill myself, you know? I want this fucking election to be done already. You really, it, you li- it lives inside your body. Like, you literally, do you, do you break out? Like, do you not sleep? How deep does this go? Well, I have Xanax and I have edibles, so I sleep. But, I mean, it's the daytime I have the problem with. <laughs> well, I was shocked that you were doing this show. I thought that, what the fuck? Chelsea Handler's doing my show? Like, does she even know who I am? Does she, I, does she like, why would she do my show? And like, you know, you are a fucking force. You know, I think we don't realize the power of our own personalities or the power of our own words. I didn't think I was like that. I thought I was just telling, like, I really believed I was just telling people the truth. Like, yeah, you're, you're an idiot. This person's an idiot. Your belt is ugly. You need to get your shit together. Like sitting on my little pedestal that from who, from E, you know, like I had this kind of misplaced confidence and arrogance, definitely arrogance. And I didn't realize that that fierceness and that toughness, you know, when you're that fierce and you're that tough, you're usually protecting yourself from 
from something that happens and you're protecting yourself from vulnerability. Absolutely. And the entertainment industry awards bad behavior. So no one's telling you it's working for you You're on television. You're being opinionated. You know, uh, your dog is more famous than, than most celebrities. And why would you stop at that time? You know, I mean, that's, that's, that was your identity. No? Yeah. It was working for me. And, you know, when you, when you're really successful and you get one opportunity thrown, you know, as you know, you get one opportunity thrown at you after another and you say yes and you're, you stop thinking about the why of it and you just keep going at the same kind of alacrity mm-hmm. that you've become accustomed to. And so you're, for me, I was doing my show. I was writing my books. I was doing stand up tours always year round, back to back to back to back because I didn't want to sit still and, and sit with my thoughts. That was a scary place for me to have to go. And I don't want to deal with that. I was like, no, no, no. I'm not in this whole manifestation, gratitude, yoga, retreat, kale, bullshit scene of LA. I'm from New Jersey. I'm not going down that road. Right. You know what I mean? I thought it was just like, ugh. It right. made me, like, you know, clench my vagina shut when I would hear to people talk about meditation and and retreats and you know. I get and it. Then, and then, you know, there's a way to there's a way to get into therapy and get all the stuff out of it without without participating in all of that. You still, yeah, you still don't have to be a douchebag in the middle of the day hanging out at coffee bean for four hours and in, in overalls drinking green juice. You can still be your version of that. I'm the same version as you are of that. Like I get on the app for a couple of minutes. It makes me feel like I, I'm changing the world. I'll sit in a sauna and, you know, I hate water more than you do. I, I fucking hate water. It's It should be, it's just a nightmare. And when you talked about in your special warm water, it's a fucking offense. Leave me alone. And now you're telling me I can't even have a cold with ice? Like, fuck you. Who cares if it's best consumed like urine? It's bullshit. (laughs) I don't know the difference between any water either. I don't like all this. Like, I'll drink water out of a fucking toilet bowl. It doesn't matter. It's still water. It still tastes like nothing. And the the most, what's even more annoying than warm water is when they put in like, a couple of ice cubes. It's like, hey, 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 come back here with a boatload of ice and a fucking lemon wedge and then maybe I can fucking drink it. Because then it's like little slivers of ice or it's like a couple of sprigs of mint. Like, I no, that's nothing. Lemons, like there's cantaloupe pieces in that urn of water. Like what the fuck is that going to do? Nobody wants to drink cantaloupe flavored water. It's all a nightmare. (laughs) All of it. It's bullshit. So you're right. I'll get into it after we do this interview. Let's let's, let's have a quick reminder that there are children in Africa that are trying to get clean water and in Detroit actually. We can. so yes. we should probably use say that as a caveat that we're we have this to. is our white privilege, we, we our white to. privilege complaints. We yes. have to, we have to, because we're going to be in big trouble for this. So we'll be editing out the water portion, which is the best portion. Okay, so, <laughs> which is the only fucking portion people care about. So my next question for you is: so I watched the Howard Stern ne- uh, on Letterman Netflix interview, and they both agreed that they had been sort of working and focused on work. And Howard said it was to his detriment of his family. And um, Letterman said the same thing. He was just so singular focused on his show. And I'm just curious if you had if you had that same experience. You're saying that the, doing all this was your identity, and you didn't want to sit still, and you didn't want to like hear just the natural noise of your own thoughts. So you were just running, and all these projects were your identity. Is that is it similar to what they were talking about? Yeah, you know, I did, but I didn't have a family or personal life that it was affecting in a deleterious way in the way that they did because they were both married. You know, like right. I at least was I knew I was so career driven from such an early age and I was so ambitious that I 
I didn't care about that. I'm like, I don't care about men. I care about my career. I care about having a voice and I care about, you know, becoming something. I didn't ever want to be reliant on a man, you know, for, for reasons that I talk about in my special, you know, the men that I relied on the most disappointed me when I was a little girl. They lied to me in my mind, you know? And so as, you know, growing up, I was like, that's the last thing I want to worry about. You know, now I'm at a place, I'm 45 and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready to meet someone, you know, meanwhile, it's like, I have one eye that's going bald. I have to shave my face now because of all the hair that grows on my face. And I have orthotics in every pair of shoes. It's like, I'm in decline and now I'm ready to get serious. Yeah, but it's liberating. And you know what? Men really like women who are not like fucking coquettish and all laced up and baby doll men like women who are just like you know you're entertaining you're smart you're fun I feel that embracing that in that way men don't really give a shit real men don't give a shit about any of that stuff they want a real person to really talk to who's entertaining and stimulating I really believe that because I am not you know, once in a while, I'll, you know, get, get, get bombed and put some lingerie on just to like, be like, all right, I've got to fucking do this now. Just like giving a blow job, you know, in the right way. But by yeah, and large, right, I'm the exactly. girl who looks like shit and guys don't really care about that stuff, I feel. I think you're right. It's just more my personality that seems to be the roadblock for me with with men. I'm, I, I, you know, I, I talk about in my special how I like older men. I really do. But now that I'm 45, it's like, well, wait a second. I don't want them to be that much older. You know what I mean? We're getting into territory here where the margin needs to be like slimmed a little bit. But do you need do you need to be with someone who's as or more successful? I'm pretty transparent about being like, listen. You got to be, someone has to be able to understand a really big career. Otherwise the relationship wouldn't work. And I feel like you want someone to to go with you into the end zone and just be like, you're a partner. This is amazing. We're in rare air. Let's do this. So what, what Uh do you think could, what do you really think could get it done? Like, what do you really need and want in a relationship? For me, you know, I need somebody, no, they don't have to be like more successful or have more money than me or anything like that. They just have to be confident about the fact that I'm confident and that I'm going to have this career and I'm going to be outspoken and I'm going to air my dirty laundry and I'm going to, you know, protect you in that. If you're not comfortable with it, fine, but you need to be able to accept, like, you don't have to be part of it. Like, I don't have to sit there and, you know, talk about our sex life. If you're not comfortable with that, I'll always respect somebody who wants to, you know, be private as long as they conduct themselves with respect towards me as well. You know what I mean? Um, but I, what I'm looking for, first of all, I want somebody who can fucking ski. I need a okay. skier because okay. that is really what I care about the most about. That's my most joyful time of year is from December through March. And so they can be black, white. They can be, uh, they can be anything. I'm, I'm open to dating anyone, anyone, um, you know, obviously not a Republican at this point in time. So that's off. So that's like 40% of the country. So let's cross those guys off the list. So we have a skiing Democrat. Yeah. Ski. (laughs) I forgot how funny you are, Bethany. (laughs) Thank you. We have a skiing Democrat. It sounds like, wow, you really are at the bottom. You, maybe it's the orthotics. Really, are at the it bottom is, of the really. bin. They have to be. They have to be masculine, like more mass. I like guys that are physically bigger than me, that are physically okay. dominant. You know, I like to be like tossed around a little bit. I like. To, I want a guy who can tell me to shut up and sit down. Okay. I you know? Yeah, that's why. That's why a gangster, or a mafia person, doesn't work for you because they don't ski. You would be good with like right. an Italian guy, is that they don't ski. You know what I mean? All right, we'll think about this. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? 
Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that could last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico. My accent's not the best, but I'm trying. But I know Puerto Rico well. I've been there so many times. I Be Strong has done so many missions after Hurricane Maria. It is more than just a name. It is a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. The unique Bariqua spirit infuses the island's culinary landscape with a one-of-a-kind passion and point of view unlike anywhere else. I love Puerto Rico. I've been there twice in the last year. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and Native Taino traditions sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. So you said you always knew you wanted to be successful. You didn't know at what you wanted to be. You wanted to be loved. You wanted to be known. You just wanted to make a mark, wanted to make money. Like what drives you? Where did this all come from? You know, I think when I was young, 
I wanted people to know that I was a leader. Like I wanted to lead. I don't have to be the leader, but I want to be a leader. And I, I want to, you know, I wanted to influence people and I wanted, I knew I had, I knew I could spread goodness and like, you know, and, and joy and ideas. And I knew I could influence people. It came so easily to me growing up. Like I'd always have a gaggle of girlfriends, you know, and I'd be at the head of the group being like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And and I wanted to take that and I wanted to be first, I think my, my impulse to come to Hollywood and to become successful and to become well-known was simply, it was just as simplistic as wanting to be heard, mm-hmm. you know, out of a family of six. And after my brother died, you know, I had been the center of attention up until my brother died. And then, so not only did I lose him, but I lost my place mm-hmm. in my family because no one was paying attention to me. No one was paying attention to each other. There was no, nothing to, do but grieve. And so I had to look for that outlet elsewhere, which, you know, made me do it at school. And I wanted attention, but not for my brother. I didn't want negative attention. I wanted to distract Mm -hmm. and to deflect. And so, and then I think, you know, growing up and, and having success and evolving, you know, that's why the special is called evolution is because I realize now, you know, I'm growing into myself. I understand what my responsibility is now. I understand that I can be a beam of light instead of a beam of crit- criticism, or I can make people feel good and I can impact people and I can have influence over things and, you know, and open people's eyes to things that they may not have thought about as deeply, you know, and mm-hmm. I understand that responsibility and I take a lot of pride and that's a self-assessment. So obviously you can take it or leave it, but, um, I do have that. I feel that responsibility now and it makes sense now to me why I had to go through all of that to get to a more peaceful, more grounded, focused, clear place. You know, when I've read your books, I have books actually signed by you. And what percentage are the stories actually true? And then what what percentage of hyperbole is on them? I mean, it's hard to know because, you know, once you change a story, you can't remember what the truth was and what it wasn't. Even when I was writing my book, like a couple of years ago, I was like, wait, is this, I was talking about that, that, that scene with my brother in the serial, you know, yeah. having this last moment with him that I remember. And I, and then after a while, I was like talking to my sister's. And she was like, I never knew that that happened right before he left for that trip with you. And I was like, God, I don't know if that happened either. Sean was like, it did happen. You told me about it like like three days after he died. And I was like, I did? And she goes, yes, you told me. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because, you know, yeah, yeah with even with, well, with grief, it's one thing. You change things up in your mind, mm-hmm. you know, and in trauma, like in 9-11, I remember this Malcolm Gladwell podcast I listened to that talking about like how people remember themselves in different places than they actually were on traumatic occasions. But it's the same with comedy because I'm always adding a line here or there that's not necessarily true, but, you know, makes it even funnier or makes it sharper or makes, or, or is a callback. Yeah. So, but I would say, I mean, listen, I just came home from a vacation in Maine that is going to be the first chapter of my next book. And it all comes from real experiences. Like I literally went on this vacation. I was like, well, after I left, I go, well, here we go. This is chapter one. I've got a whole new book in me. And my sister's like, yeah, 
Yeah, you do because they come from real experiences. But of course, there's there's there are embellishments and little you know little extra comedic flair bits for comedic flair. It's amazing, and your callbacks are hysterical. I mean, hysterical. I mean, just you're referencing koala. She's she's talking about a salesperson comparing them to a koala because they're just moving so <laughs> cuddly and slowly. And I'm like fucking crying because it's just the references are just good and random. All right, so you've always loved the the cannabis space. I'm getting into the cannabis space, but I like where you're coming from with it because you're coming from a place of health and anti-opioids and anti, you know, Ambien and, and what's the other, Klonopin. And you're saying like, there are issues that people have with sleeping and anxiety, et cetera. And you're talking about cannabis. And I like, I like the way you're doing it. I like the message. Well, I like, listen, I really like pharmaceuticals as well. I'm like, I consider myself to be a pharmacological into it. And a lot of people depend on me for this knowledge because I can seriously look at someone's body and talk to them for five minutes and be like, okay, you're not going to be able to handle an edible, like a strong one. You're going to need something lighter, or you're going to just need CBD, or you're going to survive, you know, like you're going to have the personality that's going to do great on ayahuasca. You're the type of personality who should never do ayahuasca. I don't even know what that is. What's ayahuasca? Hold on. You haven't even seen me. You're just talking to me and you could tell that I shouldn't do ayahuasca. No, you don't. You shouldn't do ayahuasca. Okay. You, it would be too, it would be too intense for you because ayahuasca. you're already at a very ayahuasca. high vibration. Okay. So no cancel. So right. No ayahuasca. It's like a cousin but, of cocaine or something. It's like special K or one of those like ones. Again. No, no, oh. no. It's, it's psych. It's a psychedelic. Oh, no, like, no, 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 I tried no, acid no, no, one no, no, time. No, no. <laughs> no, thank you. No. Th- I just want you to know that I took my shirt off and put it back on during this podcast because I was so hot. Uh, I had to give myself hot. some air. You run yeah, really always, hot. Always. That's why. I hate room temperature fucking water. Me too. Okay. Sorry. Keep going with your drugs. So the drugs with the, with the edibles, I've just like, once I was able to pivot from, first of all, from alcohol to, to pharmaceuticals, I still drink. I just, my drinking was cut in half the minute I discovered edibles because now we're in a situation where you take two and a half milligrams, you microdose. It's like, it's just a little sanding it's down a glaze. of the edges. I call it a glaze. It's not, it's yeah, like a glaze it's on a, a donut. It, it's a way to make everybody a little bit less annoying. Yes. And you are so right, by the way. I, have my entire life, have had chronic constipation. I mean, my whole life. So your thing about magnesium, taking magnesium, no one ever told us this. Like, milk of magnesia is not just taking magnesium. Everyone's got all these, like, Miralax and Citrusel and fiber. and what- yeah, Magnesium yeah. is amazing for constipation if you take it regularly, as you said. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, I just thought all girls didn't go to the bathroom for like, you know, that we went to the bathroom like twice a week. You know, I didn't know that that I had a problem. And then I was just like, uh, this can't be, you know, when you hear people, my best friend Mary's like, I have no problem going to the bathroom. I'm like, well, that's great. Yeah. You're annoying. Exactly. You're an anomaly. And most women do. But instead, she, instead of sympathizing with my plight, all she does is brag about how easy it is for her. It's very annoying. So, Magnesium O seven. I take three of those every single night. Absolutely, it helps me. Oh my god, yeah. But and now I'm regular 07. all the time. I keep saying this O seven in my cabinet. There's one that's called like Malate or something. M A L A T E. And I got to send you the bottle because that's the one I took. That, but I'm going to try the O seven now. But the, I didn't know. And by the way, I think any magnesium will work this way. But you have a very specific O seven. It's like a James Bond formula. 
Yeah, it's a James Bond formula. And you start out with, I'm not, and this isn't a paid endorsement or anything. This is a true customer um, review. If you start out with four, for people who are listening, if you take those, you start out with four. And then once you go to the bathroom one morning, from then on, you would go, you reduce to three per night. Because you broke the seal. And then, <laughs> yes. And then you're, and then you're, it's an easy stream. Even if I miss a day now, I've been doing it for like two years. And I used to not be good about taking my supplements until I started getting older. And I'm like, oh, this is desperation. Um, I have to take stuff. But if you, if you, now, even if I don't take it a night, like if I miss a night, I'm still regular the next morning. I so I'm on this. a real system. And I would encourage everybody who has trouble going to the bathroom to get on my system. And I feel like we should record this to be on a, a, like an audio dating app for our profiles. I think this is very sexy. Um, this is one of the first things I bring up yeah, on the date. Same, same. I, I order spinach and just say sauteed oily vegetables and magnesium 07 will be a great morning tomorrow. <laughs> So, so wait, we just, you just said something about that. You said about the magnesium is going to remind me of something. Oh, I, I'm going to send you my supplements because I have supplements, not for this thing, but oh, for, send them. Yeah, for, for yeah, collagen, yeah. for intimacy that really actually work for intimacy, hair, skin, and nails. Mm, I'm going to send you. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. So how important is sex really to you? Because I just feel like you make me feel like I'm not masturbating enough or like having sex with people in foreign countries enough. And I just want to understand how important great sex is to you. I don't have, listen, I don't have a lot of sex either. I'm trying to get something going. Like I need to start having sex before it becomes a year that I haven't had it. Do you know what I mean? I like, I think I had sex last March, right before COVID struck. So like, I'm trying to get something going. So yeah, I'm on Raya. I sometimes have hookups on Raya. That's been my best way to like get sex without, you know, being, going on dates. So you're a very sexual being because you can, I'm that loser that needs to like connect with someone and would not, won't have sex if I, because of my childhood and I've seen some pretty bad, like uh, sex following abuse. So I have weird issues with sex, but if I don't trust someone or if I connect with them, like I, I would like to sort of have goals of just like having sex and being like, it's cool. Like you're like a sex person that I like and you're my friend. And like, I would love to maybe have a friend with benefits. I've just never been able to do that. And you sound like a professional at that. Like you can really detach emotionally. Uh, no, no. I have problems with the, you know, the superficial shit, like belts and shoes. Like if I see a belt, even, I mean, this guy came over here the other night and I was like, okay, this is good. He seems reasonable. I could have sex with him. We talked for an hour and a half. I do need to have a connection. I just can't just have sex with anybody. I'm with you on that part. Okay. I, I don't maybe need as much of a connection as you do, but I definitely need to be like, they can't be stupid. Okay. You know what I mean? Even and they can't sex, be. Hold on. Hold on. To just have sex with them, they can't be stupid. If I were able to just have sex no, with someone, no, they could no. be mute. Who cares? Well, this guy said that he doesn't think masks work. So oh, that is a boner. No, that's a boner killer. I agree. That's a that's I can't a fuck. I can't fuck somebody who says masks don't work. No. That's I can't fuck that guy. No, I, I get it. But you can't have sex with somebody who has a bad belt or shoes. Yeah, that's a problem for me. Just, like, even I, if you're I, just I mean, having sex with them, like you're not gonna. You're gonna. Is this because you're interviewing a regular? Well, it won't even get that far. It won't get that far if they're wearing an Hermes belt. Oh like, my I'm god! Not, yeah, no, no, I'm not gonna. No, it's not happening. I can't forget that you wore that. Wait, someone came to your house at an H belt on the actual like the H. It wasn't at my house. It was a date that I went on a, a, like a couple of years ago. I met this guy at a hotel bar and he walked in with so much cologne and an H belt. And I had one cocktail. He's like, should we order some food? I'm like, it's not going to be necessary. And I left because I can't have sex with somebody like that. 
I just am turned off and then I can't turn back on. Wow. No, that, that, no, that, that I get, but I guess I'm dying to know what the rest of the outfit was. And it sounds like he was on the show Shaws of Sunset. Because they all have all the Yeah, it sounds like it. And maybe he was, and I hadn't seen that show, so I didn't know better. (laughs) Because they all have, like, big H's and Cartier. Wow. All right. Well, I think you're great. I just think you're fun and honest, and I'm happy that you're in the best place. And you know what? You came from a place of, yes, you've used the pandemic. You know that people are, like starving and homeless and unwell but and it's a stressful year but you've used the pandemic from a place of yes saying let me get my my mental health and my physical health together and i think that's admirable because i've been saying to people self-care it sounds cheesy and kalish like you were saying but the truth is it's the time to just say there are things i can't control but let me focus on what i can control you know let me try to just drink water if I could, which I won't, or meditate or whatever your version is. And I like that you've just embraced that and taken that, taken that on. First of all, thank you for all of that. Thank you. It was really fun to talk to you and do your podcast. And I hope to talk to you again sometime soon. And next time in New York, we'll go for a drink and not drink water together. I would love to go for a drink and take an edible and not drink water together. The show continues to just please me and surprise me and I just never know what I'm walking into with a conversation. I have had the experience that everyone has come to play and just have a real conversation which just humbles me and it just really makes me so happy. I just loved the conversation because it was a mix of humor and dating and business and drive. I really liked her and we have a lot in common. Chelsea's HBO Max special is out now and it is so so hilarious. It is so unique and authentically her, but I mean, honestly, I was crying laughing. So please go check it out. The takeaway here is you'll keep making the same mistake until you learn the lesson. That could be in relationships. That could be in business. You know, at some point we all have to grow up. At some point we have to sort of take care of ourselves and be aware and the same thing doesn't work over and over. And I think that that would be what Chelsea has really, really learned and taught me. And that she wanted to be a leader and she took a very circuitous route to getting there. She's a leader through communicating, through humor, through her own message. But there are many different ways to lead or shine or communicate or teach or, you know, be inspired. And so I think that's really interesting. And, you know, she had her drive early on, or at least she was listening to what she wanted to do. And she just made that happen. So, you know, we can learn and we can we can help our kids with these situations. So thank you so much for listening. Please continue to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps. It's making a difference to me and it's keeping us going and I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Just Be is hosted and executive produced by me, Bethany Frankel, Be Real Productions, and Endeavor Content. Our managing producer is Samantha Allison, and our producer is Caroline Hamilton. Corey Preventure is our consulting producer with the ever-faithful Sarah Katanak as our assistant producer. Our development executive is Nayantara Roy. Just Be is a production of Endeavor Content and Spoke Media. This episode was mixed by Sam Baer. And to catch more moments from the show, follow us on Instagram at Just Be With Bethany. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.